there's that one. All right. Oh no, wrong display capture is on. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, sure I know, gonna... I know. I'm a. It's like I haven't done this before. Damn, Saber. Damn. Eight, know. Eight, eight episodes, you still haven't even figured it out. All right, everybody, welcome uh, to the Graveyard Crew Podcast. Tonight, we have a very special, special episode tonight, guys. Uh, we're basically going to be talking uh, Squad and their version 1.0 launch. They are finally out of early access phase, and we have now a full-fledged game on our hands. Uh, tonight, of course, we're joined by our regulars. we got uh, Peter Smoker along with Cap- uh, General Joshua and Pinion. Uh, now known as that one Discord mod. And then our very special guest tonight, uh, Offworld Industries uh, World Director. We got Tim here tonight. Thank you so much for joining us today, Tim. You bet. Glad to be here. All right. So, I feel like I know you just because I've been watching you so much. But yeah. Hey, watch, watch, hey. watch them scream at all them blueberries. I'm just, I'm, in fact, I don't know if you guys know this. I know Moy Dog does because I watch Moy Dog a lot. Um, a lot of times I'll have you guys running behind the editor, like in the background. And so I kind of, uh, listen, you guys play. And then if something exciting happens, I'll switch over and watch to see what's going on. <laughs> I think you did and that once. Hear, with me you know, on, fly on the wall comments. So it's nice. I, 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 uh, you did that with me on, uh, when we were playing among us that one night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my. No, it, 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 it's, it's really funny to watch among us because I don't know you're, the personalities of the people you're playing with but i know yours pretty well so it is kind of interesting to and you were the uh bad guy once if i yeah. remember so, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. All right, i'm not to get among us oh. i tell him got that i don't know why but i need to get it. I think, I think the best part was uh saber was a was imposter one game and he messed up something and we kicked him out for it the first time he came to imposter yeah, yeah. wow that was some luck <laughs> yeah yeah wow right were you guys playing you guys play with so, all right What's up? Yeah. You guys were the ones playing with them, probably. Yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Josh was yeah. playing that night. I believe Peter was playing that night. Okay. And then uh, a ton of other people. Fortunately, one that won't be playing with us, or that was playing with us, won't be in the conversation tonight. Uh, he might mm-hmm. be listening to us on his car drive. He's driving from uh, L.A. to Missouri tonight uh, for a move, yeah. and so uh, he will not be with us. Yeah. Uh, I even like I even like when you guys are playing other games because it gives us insight of like if you like squad what other things do you like to play and stuff so I, I don't know if you guys notice but sometimes I'll watch Saber play you know Hell Let Loose or something and I, it's I'm not offended or anything like that so. <laughs> right, well good. quite honestly no, if I'm mean... being completely honest uh, Hell Let Loose in its core is a good game it it definitely does its best in terms of trying to be mainstream with the more linear directed maps and the you know more in the face combat than you will find in squad but unfortunately for me what is also annoying about that is that they don't have any type of really punishment for dying uh, they don't have a ticket system or a wave system or anything like that. You can go and die as much as you want in that game, and it, it's annoying. It gets annoying. Like you, there's yeah. snipers in that game who will rack up eighty to ninety kills, and just because they just find a spot where they'll just attack or just take out an attacking force. Yeah. Uh, to me, where Squad definitely gets a gets a right is the reliability of teamwork and the you know the map design itself, where it's open enough 
to where you can go out and you know explore and find combat basically wherever you wherever on the map but then it isn't too big to where you are just wandering out in aimlessness you know uh like a map like one of my favorite maps i've told you this before is talil outskirts i love that map to death because of the just the way that it's set up you have uh of course the hangar you have the abandoned hangars in the center of the map uh you have just a you know a few little clusters of buildings and the air base to the south you also have the abandoned airstrip with a few forts there and the you know the the villages all the way up to all the way up on the other side towards uh, the red force towards the red force spawn it's kind of it's kind of funny i'm an armor player mainly like a lot of times i play armor and i don't particularly like how armor centric Tally Talilaz is. Hey, that's because that's the mountain. Yeah, I know it's. Yeah, I, I like fact, it. I don't know. Armor, but infantry just feels bad. I don't know if that's one thing that that players really give a whole lot of thought about. But when we finish a map and the team meets to decide what the next map will be, mm-hmm. um, we always try to say, you know, where do we have gaps? Like, where do we need a map that does this? Or if if game design team has a new feature coming out like territory control or uh, you know something like uh, tanks layers, um, and even way back in the day when I made Cohat, the whole reason we did that is because we it was our first map with deployables, so we wanted a map that that you could build super fobs everywhere and stuff. Uh, so yeah, Talia was, was specifically made for uh, the first version of tanks because we didn't have tanks until right. Talia. Right. Um, and some people hate it, that's you know, and we're okay with that because that's just, you know, there, there's another map that they're going to like better, and and that's that's why we have 20 maps. So and it's really and it's really comments like uh, in the comment section that Talil is a perfect balance of armor and infantry, and I completely 100 percent agree with that because mm-hmm. of the reliability of armor and infantry working together on that map. That's where I feel that 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 map strives the most. I think I, to me, it's the most squad map in the game because you need everybody's help even before helicopters was a thing which i assume well you guys you can tell me this now is when you guys were designing maps and were you guys designing maps like talila oscars or say something like that were they being designed with the thought of how will helos interact on this map that's a great question because uh talil uh was the first map that we made sure would be helicopter uh performant um so a lot of the other maps i know you guys always hear about it like you know the fog is too much and you know the view distance and stuff but uh as we knew we were going to have armored uh engagements and we were going to have helicopters in the following version uh we had to make that make sure that all of our maps were going to be able to be seen from above with big distances um even on talil if you guys noticed like five kilometers in the distance is like oil rigs on fire and stuff. And so those are, that isn't something we had done until that map. Um, But yeah, every map, if we think, if gameplay, if game design wants helicopters on it, uh, then we know that going in. And like a good example is like Narva, we knew we didn't want helicopters on it. Uh, Sumari was made before helicopters, but it wasn't one that we, you know, wanted helicopters on. so it kind of depends on uh, what game design is requesting of us, and then if we can deliver it. Um, Fallujah, I don't know if you guys listened to the, the official podcast that we did, but Fallujah is one of those maps that we would like to have helicopters on, but it is right on the edge of, of performance. 
So we're going to let it uh, play without helicopters for now and then see if we can. I think that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing because, like, sorry to cut you off, Josh. Uh, that's a good thing because I, like, how long did it for, like, I know you're not part of the vehicle process, but how long did Mm -hmm. it take for your team to decide, okay, we're going to go ahead and put a helicopter on Belaya? Um, so Fuzzhead, uh, his real name's Tom, but uh, his tag is Fuzzhead. What he tries to do is he, he tries to put a layer together and then just see if, if people like it. So like on Belaya um, or Camdash or even Cora, you know, where you're like, yeah, you don't really need a helicopter, but maybe it would be okay. Um, his, his approach is it doesn't hurt to make the gameplay layer. And if the server admins don't play it, or if people don't like the gameplay aspects, mm-hmm. uh, we just get rid of it or replace it. Um, in fact, one thing that that we are able to do is we we have statistics on what gameplay layers are used and played, and how much time is spent on each one, and how many players play it, and which team typically wins. And right. so we have a lot of data that that feeds that that those decisions. I I can only imagine how much that yeah. it takes for you guys to, you know, kind of like decide on you know a map design or something like that. Um, so like my personal favorite map is to the Oscars. Uh, Pooter, what would you say that uh, your favorite map is in the game? Free Fallujah, my favorite map was Kokon, or, uh, honestly Mutaha, or I don't know how to say that one. Um, that's how I say it. Yeah. 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 I love infantry focused combat, like tanks, helicopters, fantastic additions to the game. And obviously this isn't your doing, but mm-hmm. I feel it takes, not necessarily takes away. It, it does add helicopters added a ton to this game. Yeah. But for me, what I loved about this game is how, if you're not working together as an infantry squad, you're screwed. And I feel like adding in combat vehicles took away from that. So, like, I really like those real tight-knit, urban-centric combat maps. Yeah. Hmm. And then go next for, to me for the contrast. <laughs> so, All right. Well, my favorite map isn't even in the game anymore. And that was uh, Operation First, First Light. First Light? Oh, my God. Yes, sir. I loved that map. Um, yeah. We had to cut but, it. <laughs> well, and I understand why it was cut. Yeah. This map, if <laughs> I would close squad if this map came up in squad's current state with all the new players. If if first light came up, I would just not be playing squad right then. <laughs> or I would find another server. It is not it is a map where one poor placement of a fob or a hab or whatever, yeah. that's done. Game's over. Like it you can't the same every time. That was the problem. It would have taken a lot of work to fix it. So, that's true. Guys, that's just, yeah. just dropping enough. the hammer on that, huh? Yeah. 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 So, uh, so I, yeah, I, Josh. Or... Yeah. So, if we're gonna talk about favorite maps, uh, I oh, oh, come on. Well, I Sorry, <laughs> okay, Canyon, go for your contrast. All right. For contrast, I am much more into the combined arms things, like Tally Outskirts, Tally Outskirts. I agree with that. It's a pretty good map. Not my favorite though. I personally find it to be almost too open. Mm-hmm. It's, it, got, it got a lot of cover in the sand, dudes. It won't lie. I like that. That's a good choice, because if it was just completely flat, you'd be fucked, basically. Yeah. For me, my favorite is... Uh, yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? Something like that. Yehurivka? 
Uh, let me check. I don't remember the name. Gordok or Yehi Appreciate you, buddy. I'm guessing you're going to say Gordok or Yehi Rivka, because those are very popular maps for for combined arms. Yes. Uh, it's. They call it I, I had the map list up in a second okay. ago. Let me go check it. Well, I. Yeah, you while you check that, I guess I'll go for mine. Go for it. Um, I'm not a big fan of memorizing names, so bear in mind with that. But I think Eho is the one, or Narva, I think. So I'm more with Lower Mowgli mm -hmm. there, or West Mowgli. Mm -hmm. um, because we've had our Super Fob there, and that was the day it became my favorite map oh, out of all. Uh, yeah. Sorry uh, if, you, if I sound like I'm outside, but it's uh, that one. But also the map that was released in Beta 21. Now that map was awesome, especially how they combined the arms of helicopters and and other things, but especially building on hills. I know we had maps beforehand that built on hills and stuff like that, but the ability to use that and it came down to points where overlooking each other made it a little bit more of a different type of feeling of battle, and then you could fight each other with it. You don't know the name of it? So uh, the one that he's talking about. The versions all kind he, of. He's blessed. asking for uh, Caravelli? No, no, no. The one no, he he's asking. No, no. Lashkar is great. Uh, you were specifically talking about your Yehorovkova. God, I can't say this. Yehorovka. Yehorovka. Thank you. I think that's what I was talking about, too. That's what I was talking about, Yeho is a great map. I personally love Yeho as well. It is that good balance between infantry and armor as well. And the and I kind of like skipped this. I skipped over this when I was talking about Talil. I don't really want to. But the capture points make that all the better because the way that you guys have those capture points laid out plays the map perfectly for both those maps because yeah. it kind of like utilizes the it can sometimes utilize, utilize the whole map or sometimes it can focus on one area but you can still use the whole map to your advantage never really at one point sometimes that you will be at a fob that you pre put that that you predetermined to put there and you built it before you even knew where the next point was going to go but it can at times serve as a good uh, as a good fob, either as a fob that is used for attacking the next point, or it can be used as say like the next closest repair station instead of just falling all the way back to main. Uh, and that's what you know is really cool about those two maps is specific, like the way that the the game will flow in that. We we do put a lot of thought into that, not just uh, what we call the point of interest, which is the capture point. Mm -hmm. um, but the transition between them and where players will need backup fobs and, uh, you know, defense positions. Um, so, so, so some maps, I'm sure you guys know, have a lot more variety in the RAS layers, and then some don't. But the ones that don't are more what we call curated. So they're every, every prop and every building is a lot more intentive in terms of where we put them. Mm -hmm. um so you don't get as much randomness but hopefully every game that you play or the majority of them are are fun and and close so oh, cool all right uh Pitting, did you find the map you were looking for yes it was the one he was saying it was uh yeah. i don't it just pronounce i i can't Yeho? I'm attempt it. Yeho. Yo, Yeho. <laughs> yeah. it's so funny uh, um when the mapper he doesn't work with us anymore he, he that was his only map he he, he was kind of a combination of people that help but when he came forward with the name we were all like uh oh this might be a problem and <laughs> fair enough that's why people just call it yeho now yeah. so <laughs> yeho rifka yeah yeho, i'm too american to pronounce foreign words <laughs> right hey i'm hey i can't even remember half the names of all the maps i, I'm I don't 
Okay, Fallujah and Lashkar Valley. Okay, uh, Eho. All right, I got I got all the ones I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Jens can, uh, Jens can drain. But speaking of Lashkar Valley, map, map. oh sorry, uh, with Lashkar Valley being released uh, earlier this year with beta twenty or twenty one, um, mm. on on that map design, I, I I I was astonished on how the hills made out. Oh, but yeah. when 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 that was released, it it was a little bit of a different aspect how I've seen the game, especially with the color changes and all that. Um, was there like a design? Uh, was there like a was like an interest to make it look like it was on a sunset or a sunrise valley, giving it like a little bit of different like, colors going around, or was it just because you didn't want the sunlight? Because I I like I adore the colors that come out of that map specifically yeah. compared to the other maps, especially because uh, I know some of them do have sunsets type type of feeling, but it's not as right. much as Lashkar Valley is. Yeah, I think we were able to push the lighting a little bit more because the terrain material itself mm -hmm. is a orangier brown. Uh, we, were, we were kind of going for a northern Afghanistan mountainous look. And so it's not as dry. I mean, they do get a little bit more rain. That's why there's so much I, trees and bushes. Like when I was playing, when the first time I played that map, sorry to interrupt you. The, yeah, first, no time, the first time I played that map, I instantly thought of like uh outpost restrepo and uh, mm -hmm. uh what was that one of the of uh, the movie they just made the outpost with um oh what was that cam uh, oh is it called cam dash valley can kandahar it was, i think it's called kandahar 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 yeah and that's yeah. that was my initial like my initial impression when i was playing yeah. that map and i think you guys nailed that on the head and what immediately I wanted to do was I want like that 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 big mountain that that basically divides the, divides the map that kind of like blocks off the view of the opposing uh main spawns is to set up a fob on top of that hill in nine mm -hmm. times out of ten that fob is super effective and I love yeah. spawning on the red force side of that to go set up the fob because what we usually do is we drive our truck up to the top of that fob, up to that hill, set up a fob, and then we set up a tow missile that immediately looks over that road and can catch uh, vehicles driving down the road as they're trying to come up to the mountain because they're always because mm -hmm. we're usually catching the vehicles that are doing the back cap and sometimes that'll be a Bradley or sometimes that'll be an MRAP and it yeah. always oh. causes hell. Uh, if you want to know something I funny, like um, I love using the tow missile. They all hate when I use it because. Um, not, I didn't know at the time uh, I could zoom in with tow missiles, so I would be sniping shots just by looking way out there, and yeah. I just and I would be, and they're like, "Why didn't you zoom in?" And I was like, "Wait, you can do that." I was just a little bit. Yeah, there, when they when we, when game design put that feature in, it actually caused some angst with level design because we had to basically predict where the players like saber were going to go place toes um <laughs> in fact when i was making narva i'm like how are we going to stop people from putting toes on top of the seven story apartment building um and that's one of the reasons why we don't have helicopters is because we don't want people getting up there and then a couple of weeks later i started seeing people climbing from balcony to balcony up the seven story apartment building and i said like, god damn it let right. me make this game fun yeah oh is that is that the is that, that the map that's with, the one with, where people constantly run the invasion with uh insurgencies oh, that, and the okay, british okay 62 versus better tank basically that oh that map it has the castle and yeah albazra albazra right oh my god dude that mm -hmm. that seven story building is so broken that is <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, um, well, that's because Al has helicopters. That's the problem. So, 
the British can always get up there, but no, no, no. Um, we did it. We did it as insurgents, and uh, yeah, yeah. there was a way to get on the roof. Actually, and it just, actually, it, I, it, it, I have, I have a clip for you. <laughs> I have a clip for you, Tim. <laughs> that's the other reason why we watch Twitch is we we like to see what people are up to, uh, and and see if we can maybe be uh, stop them. <laughs> Moy Dog the other day jumped off of a four story building on Fallujah, uh -huh. and then there was a wall below it, and he grabbed the wall. And didn't take oh. any damage at all. I knew you could do oh. that. I knew we fixed you could that do that within twenty minutes oh, after him we... doing that. So oh. I'm sure you <laughs> saw that and said, "Hell no!" You, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine the the finger strength you'd have to have to grab a wall <laughs> if you're falling four stories? Well, you see, you should, I don't know so... about other people. I know about myself, and I'm simply built different. I could do it. Oh. <laughs> we'll we'll change it back then. Yeah, so, hold on. and it's okay because we can't predict everything. But yeah, we do try to make sure that people aren't exploiting, is what we call it. You know. Well, there oh, was, yeah. well, I mean, on the map there was there was an exploit where I think you could, if you put down like a certain radio, you can actually like phase through the building to get to the roof, and the other way is <laughs> just build a ladder, which which is more fair. You can build a ladder, you can yeah. be destroyed. But I was like, phasing through the roof was like a little bit more of a glitching type of thing, which is not mm. not fair for other players yeah. but you could i mean there was other ways around it on that map specifically like like you can do i don't know if you've seen it because sometimes when the radio you can see something phase through the, the the texture of the map and sometimes there's a way to get through it i i one of our friends described it and we're like well that's technically cheating but we found another way which yeah. is more realistic is put a ladder and i mean work on yeah. it. all right so and some of that stuff is engine so all we right. can't change it but yeah yeah oh yeah absolutely okay what is the, your most like what has been added into the game that you've hated the most as a level designer like um, yeah there's nothing i've hated it just uh some of the Heart stuff that they design. will add like uh persistent ammo was like this huge issue right didn't affect level design at all like mm -hmm. it did we didn't have to change anything but yeah the big stuff is when like they they change how deployables work or or how you exit deployables or uh, helicopters, tanks, gameplay layers, um, uh, water damage, you know, in terms of, of uh, what we have to go back and change that it's amazing when you have 20 maps and they'll change the programming team might change something or the gameplay design team might change something. And that means that we have like eight maps that have to go back and be touched up for, for that specific reason. But yeah, I would say that, uh, you know, I, I love, uh, playing the game and so when they introduce new things obviously i have an opinion as a player but uh as a level designer uh, we always work together on terms of like uh is this going to have a negative impact that they didn't think about uh, in terms of how we put the maps together and like i said before you, your guys's maps and the way that you have designed these maps it always seems to work out great for the gameplay i mean i can only imagine the you know the type of dedication and effort you guys put into Fallujah with everything that goes on in that map and the amount. Mm. I mean, tell me this: is it is Fallujah the highest asset count on a map that you guys have ever had? It's three times of any other map that we have in the game that, now. That's why I thought. Yeah, because you guys have so many open buildings that you can go inside. Yeah, you got so you guys got the tunnel system as well that's uh, implemented into it. Uh, you even mm. have like. There's, it's not even all village. You can even have like other yeah. parts of the map that you can go to instead of either like a mortar fob or, you know, something like that. Sorry for that. 
And we could have made it smaller, but we thought, oh, man, don't. let's just see if we can really make Fallujah, you know, instead of and, just a little part of it. And that's what I so, love. You guys did, you I, guys, you, you and your team did such a fantastic job on this map. I, everybody that I've played with so far, we all agree that this map is 100% fantastic and it's the perfect map to launch with this 1.0 launch. And on that, I really congratulate you guys on doing a fantastic job on that. I think I can definitely, I can feel the dedication that was put into this map. Like, I, I know that you guys gave it your all on this map and it feels like 100%. I didn't I even get to that. play it yet. No. So, <laughs> let me show you. Play it then. Let me show I was you. A little too, a I was a little concerned because, like, uh, yesterday, like, almost every server was running Fallujah. I'm like, okay, that's good, but don't get burned out on it. Like, if you just play it over that's and over again. I, oh, yeah. no, so I, just good I, enough, but I like my armor combat, and it's just like, okay, I'm playing infantry mm -hmm. over and over. I want to go play some armor, and, you know, I just don't want to waste my team's tickets on Fallujah because. Yeah, it's been, it's been really interesting, actually. Um, to watch oh. because people have been jumping we've i almost think we, we were doing a uh an interesting thing because the gameplay layers will have a lot of vehicles on it and players obviously want to take the vehicles and they just go right in and get killed um yep. and so after a couple of weeks of watching the beta testing i started seeing that there was a lot more communication between the infantry and the armor and that's what we were hoping would happen. And so we think, you know, the, now that the the real public uh, version one is out, that the same thing will happen. Mm -hmm. um, and if it helps you at all, um, our intention, if we have the time and the ability, is to push the boundary of Fallujah out. It won't have a lot of buildings, but it'll just have more maneuvering space. Mm -hmm. And so that could potentially open up some options for, for vehicles. But Speaking of Fallujah, though, but it, yeah, you still wouldn't want to go in the city, but yeah. No, no don't yeah. don't go in the city's armor. Just don't. We definitely did not make Fallujah for the uh, armor gameplay. That's no, for sure. I, I completely understand that. As an armor player, I understand a lot of, like infantry combat, personally. Yeah. That's not my thing, but whatever. Um, so, but can we talk about how they want Spectrum here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Pretty much. Got infantry. Got. Yeah. Am I half and half, or am I just armor? I don't even know. I don't know. If uh, armor comes up, you're pretty much walking to it. I know that. Yeah, yeah. I, like I mean, uh, so I, I mean, on the basis of Fallujah, did the I know there was a game a couple of years ago did that bring inspiration for Fallujah that was canceled. I don't know if you've heard. I don't know of if that it. was. I don't know if that was a few. Was that a few years ago? I thought that was a lot long. Like, it was a long time eight, ago. Eight it was Fallujah, ago. It, the game. You know which game? You know which it game? It became Breach. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We we uh we do a ton of research before we start a map. Um, so like when you mentioned the. The uh, movie about Lash, Lashkar. Uh, um, yeah, we've we've seen all the movies. We've watched Fallujah news footage, um, and then during my search, I ran across that game that had some political issues where they their publisher canceled it on them. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, which was that game that, that Fallujah game because it yeah I can't so remember bad. what it was called. I, I it was called Fallujah. It was called Fallujah, and then it became Breach. They released just the multiplayer component as a game called Breach, and it yeah. flopped. Yeah, because I think if I, I remember not... right, though, is what the decision they made to have civilians is what probably prompted that. I understand. Oh, it was called Six Days in Fallujah. Six Days in Fallujah. That's what the That's game was it. called. Okay, but speaking yeah. of civilians in-game, didn't Project Reality have something kind of like that? Or weren't they just 
but it was a mod. Did. Yeah, it was oh, a we did. Yeah, it just wasn't as you know well known, um, and you know there was no publisher, there was no money involved. You know, so that they weren't scared. Um, but when we did uh, make all of our maps, um, we we always kind of think about you know the mosques and the the things that could potentially be uh, seen as political or or you know some kind of problematic. Um, and with Fallujah, you know, we we definitely thought a lot about, like, it, it, I know one of you guys haven't played Fallujah yet, but um, you that can't go in the mosque. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can't go in the mosque, and that was for that very reason. I, I we didn't want people shooting inside the mosque. I think it's a smart move, I mean, just considering you know, of the type of backlash that the uh, that has been received about that about the fate from mm -hmm. episodes on South Park to you know. All different types of like either yeah. like I think what wasn't like a back in like the nineties or something like that that a news company held a uh, or somebody created a fake like uh, drama Muhammad uh, like campaign a French news outlet yeah yeah it was a French yeah. and then I think uh, that lets you there was a shooting there was a terrorist yeah, attack a, yeah. on the and, and the Paris shooting yeah. uh, and but like I, I, I like I understand that decision and it's a decision I could definitely respect you know it's. Mm. You know, you guys got you guys are growing a game, and you just got into yeah. your official launch, and so you guys need to make sure you play this right because you guys are mm -hmm. you guys aren't really you guys have been recognized by so many outlets from PC Gamer to Steam and everything like that. You guys yeah. you guys are very well recognized in the PC. We're not under the radar anymore, that's no, for sure. No, no, I mean, I saw. In fact, I saw I'm sure you guys, uh, if you have played long enough, you remember we used to have Humvees in the game. You did. Yep. And we what? had to take those oh. out because Ooh. the company Actually, that makes no. them. Oh, yeah. really? Hummer. But they're being, um, they're being added back into different faction, though, right? Or the, they, I, I don't know what you're talking about. A, yeah, so we haven't decided as a company what we're doing yet. And this is a little outside of my expertise. Absolutely. But Absolutely. there there was another uh, gaming company that took that uh, Hummer uh, company to court and won. Oh. Yeah, I think and the judge basically said, if it's if it's a vehicle that's owned by the government, then what? it's owned, and you know you don't have any trademark issues on it. So, okay, uh, yeah. I do. I mean, I was gonna say though, with the moss battling and stuff like that, uh, I do remember that from when I do research on Fallujah. I'm a big history buff too. So in the war in Iraq in 2003, when they took over Baghdad uh, and Fallujah, mm. there was. The, that was a specifically a no shoot zone. You couldn't bomb it. You couldn't do anything. I know it. It did. They did stretch the line a bit, and especially the the fighters there did shoot out of it, but they were not yeah. allowed to shoot back. So it would make sense even to not fight in it. Yeah. Um, so uh, even as even if it's a, a political or even different types of choices I made, that also made sense for the map, especially if it want to do a little bit more realism and how yeah. that works. So I was more appreciative of that. Especially hearing that since I haven't gotten to play it. So, right. so, so to follow up on your statement about that, um, was there ever a time where you guys simply thought maybe we shouldn't have the mosque? Like, was that ever a thought? Um, we've had comments and emails sent to us about uh, concerns, mostly from players in the Middle East. Um, but what we try to do is we try to play it evenly so if you guys know like narva has a church on it mm -hmm. uh, has a hospital on it you know so mm -hmm. if if they can 
if they don't have this impression that we're somehow making a statement, then I think we all are confident that, you know, this is reality and these cities have hospitals and schools. I mean, how many times have you guys fought over schools on our maps? Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yes, we have. That was a discussion. Yeah. We were like, especially when all the school shootings were happening in the U.S., we thought, oh, my gosh, do we need to pull the schools off? And you could see how that would be a snowball. And so we've decided that we just need to just be kind of even across the board and be considerate, but not overly. I mean, you, know. you guys are making a. You guys are making what you're. Tr you guys are trying to stick as close to the reality of the reality yep. of fighting in the modern common era. Yeah. And yep. if history repeats itself, you I know, mean, or if history has ever shown, is that there is no such thing as a, a non-combatant area. You know, right. uh, somebody in my comment section mentioned that it is actually a war crime to shoot or shoot at or shoot from a religious establishment, and I, actually ISIS breaks the abuses this power and breaks this war crime a lot mm -hmm. because they know that the u.s military will never fire anything at a religious establishment I, and th this happened in both the first and second battle of fallujah so yeah. it was it's not a it's not a thing they haven't but they the u.s military at the time their their doctrines that they yeah. will not shoot back because um, and if you um i'm glad you brought that up josh and then maybe we can move on to a less sensitive yeah. topics but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Jeez, the gosh. the photo that we we have lots of photos of the mosque but the one we used in the road to fallujah 2 mm -hmm. uh -huh. um you'll see that the the damage almost is perfectly mimicked in the game so we didn't like make it more damaged or less damaged we just kind of like used the real uh photos and stuff from the from the mosque that's i don't know what year the photo was taken it was probably 2004 2005 but yeah. yeah so that's actually a great segue into what i i have a question on is how you guys decide on you know the look of your buildings your actual map design mm. map layouts and everything like that uh so you know you know where do you guys pull your assets from and like let's let's just say like a, let's just go for yeho for example uh, yeah. Was there a you guys see? Did you guys see like a particular picture of a Russian valley somewhere, and decided like this was how we kind of want to base it off of, or is it kind of like completely original with like the inspiration of some certain like, of some pictures of of a Russian uh, farmland? Um. So I didn't make Yeho, so I was I wasn't as intimately involved in that process, mm -hmm. but. The uh, same process is followed when we meet with game design and we decide what map is going to be developed next. And it's it's like an 8 to 12 month process. Right. Um, what we do as level designers is we location scout, just like a Hollywood you know, a film agent does. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. we say, okay, we're looking for something in Eastern Europe. We're looking for something that has... A river or hills or whatever features or city or, or you know villages with farms um and then most of the time i would say a good 75 percent of our maps we pull satellite data for the terrain itself but we very rarely just copy that exact setup um so what we do is we do a combination of of finding locations that meet and then picking all the things that we like out of each of these locations. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, yeah, if there's like a railroad station on one area that we like, and then there's this really cool port or something on another, we just mash it uh, into onto the same map and we use them as inspiration. Um, but the other thing that we also have to always deal with is scale. 
So a lot of times we'll we'll find an area that we really like, but it's like 10 kilometers wide. And so, we, you know, we can't make maps 10 kilometers wide. Mm-hmm. So what we'll do is we'll kind of like use creative liberty to kind of like put everything closer together so you can get from POI to POI mm-hmm. um, a lot closer. But in terms of the first part of your question, um, we were just actually meeting yesterday. We're talking about one of our new maps. Um, we had a big meeting about it. And we were location scouting for references and we were laughing that what did we do before Google Earth and Google Street View and stuff because it is an amazing reference and that's what our art team uses um, and they use the same process where uh, in fact the the guy I was talking with was our lead environment artist um, he puts together a reference sheet with like 200 or more photos of buildings mm-hmm. And then he'll say, I like the balcony on this building and I like the roof on this building and I like the storefront on this building. And he'll make one building that has that balcony, that roof line and that storefront on it. Mm-hmm. So they're all very, very based on realistic, you know, architecture and stuff, but we make it work for the game. So in terms of like, where is the enterable door? Where is the shooting position on the roof? Um, you know, maybe it doesn't have a half wall on the roof, but we're going to add a half wall so that you can kneel and shoot from it absolutely so those are the things that we try to like uh use our creative freedom on that's awesome uh, yeah. so not that to touch on any of the new maps that might be coming out on your roadmap mm-hmm. i'm not going to say anything about them but with uh let's say i'm just going to use the marines specifically how they are uh is there an idea of trying to make because i know the name is called black coast uh mm-hmm. But is there an idea of them like saying you want to make more of an like when you come up to thinking about the new faction of the Marines, do you want yeah. to make a map like relative to them, like fl- seeing the coast since the Marines are more of an, an amphibious yeah. type assault uh, troop? So would you were thinking like, hey, maybe we should make an amphibious type map? Not so you shouldn't make you shouldn't like, make a map in, in Kansas, son. Is that what you're trying to tell us? <laughs> no, I'm just saying is like is is, yeah. is is maybe thinking of like new maps with the, with that faction coming out is yeah. more of like, hey, these are amphibious troops. Maybe we can make hundred percent coast. Hundred percent. And in fact, um, we you know we only showed you one little sneak peek of Black Coast, but yeah. uh, the name is a good indicator that there is a a coastline in addition to the river. And uh, we would not have done that unless we knew it was for an amphibious invasion. Oh. So it will have the amphibious capabilities. And obviously, you know, infantry, once again, on the land can still move around the map fine, but there is the amphibious piece to it. So, okay. That, I mean, that's, oh, that's what I was a interested carrier? in. A carrier? Yeah, it like, could you know, be. Fun. That'd be fun. I mean, it could be how that map is laid out. And I stuff mean, like it's going to be interesting. This yeah. is my own. Like, I think that, which is kind of cool, like, it just kind of, like, dawned on me, adding the Marines in, it kind of, like, opens up a, a world of possibilities, especially with the type of vehicles the Marines use, differing from right. what the U.S. Army uses. Of course, the Marines don't use tank anymore, but, of course, they use amphibious vehicles all the time, so it means mm-hmm. they're also more associated with naval, naval vessels, for beach lanes, all ty- different types of stuff. Uh, yep. I think that you guys have a wide, like, still have a wide open canvas to work with, and I'm sure you guys are... You know, uh, you know, you guys know this as well, and I'm just excited to see, you know, where that takes you guys. Uh, fantastic yeah. question from the chat. Uh, we have. Let me ask. Uh, Can I ask something first, real quick? Go ahead. Uh, so the entire Black Coast map is designed around amphibious vehicles and all that, but with Squad's current track record, that may be delayed. 
Or maybe it won't be. So what happens if that happens? So what are you saying? Um, three weeks? Um, um, yeah. We, uh, we, now that 1.0 is out, we're obviously going to take a break, a, a team break um, in a couple weeks. Right. But we uh, will keep the roadmap updated. So if for some reason it does get pushed back, um, we will put that information out to the public. Um, we always uh, can shuffle things around on the roadmap too. So we always have the ability of, you know, maybe the amphibious isn't ready, but another thing that was on the roadmap later is ready and we can just shuffle them up. Um, so we always, we always have that option. Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, we thinking... wouldn't. We wouldn't, especially Black Coast. We wouldn't put that out until Amphibious is ready. So it's it's a package deal. Right, yeah, yeah. I, I also right, I'm interested. In, I'm... Yeah. All right. Uh, sorry if that offended you there, uh, Matt uh, or Tim. Sorry. Uh, so, what offended me? Uh, that Jeez, little snark comment. I I was just stating the fact that a lot of stuff has been delayed recently. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. We don't. Gosh, we don't get offended. No. Yeah. I mean, no. All right. The only so... the only thing that we catches us by surprise is when people, you know, just don't have any understanding of the the, the industry. Yeah. Oh, uh, everyone on Reddit basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, no matter how hard we try and how hard QA tests things, you know, everybody has different hardware, and it's just you know you, you're just never going to have a absolutely uh, perfect. Oh. Products, I mean, so. I, I do now have a question about hardware, but that's more down the line. I'll go down the line. Okay. All right. So anyway, from the chat, from the chat, we have a question from Victor Crean, also known in the community as ACAT. Uh, his question for Tim is, uh, which takes priority when building a map, realism or game balance? Gameplay always wins out. Oh, yep. Okay. I assume so. In fact, one of the things that we've noticed with our with our junior level designers is sometimes they'll basically create what exists in the real world and that isn't always good for gameplay um the real so, world is boring do not go in the yeah. military because it's boring as fuck that's you don't want to make a real life real life military sim because it's not fun military it's pretty rare fun. that you're going to find a, a ready-made location um fallujah might be the exception but even with fallujah obviously we made a ton of of different you know changes to make sure that everything was spaced evenly and you had a variety of, you know, urban versus suburban and, and rural. Um, but yeah, the gameplay, uh, that is a kind of a mantra that we have is that if you're doing something and it's not fun, then why are you doing it? You know, right. uh, speaking of Fallujah, how how long did that uh, was in development for for developing that map? Was it, did it take a few months or did it take like or was it? Like it was. It, well, there's kind of two answers. It was started three years ago. Okay. But the original uh, team on it, after about a year of uh, what we call pre-production, so they were trying to figure out how they were going to make a big urban city like that. Okay. And it was a combination of tech art and environment art and level design. Um, they put together a prototype, and that was what you saw in Road to Fallujah Part 1. Okay. And then two years ago, um, myself and the other level designer named Andre, uh, we started the actual map that you can play now. So, oh, okay. okay. So it you took had to two restart, years. Right? What's that? You had to restart, correct? Because something like yeah. you realized you, the way you were going with that one was just too far gone. You had to just. It wasn't too far gone. It was just um, it was all to test things. It was all prototype okay. 
um, right, what we call a vertical slice in the industry. Um, so basically, we were basically making sure it would work before we, you know, got too far into it. Mm-hmm. And and the resulting would have been if if we had to scale it down, make it smaller, you know, change some of the the uh, hopes and dreams that we had for it. But uh, yeah, Andre and I took it up, I think about a year and a half, two years ago. And we technically finished it uh, at around Christmas time, oh. but we had to uh, spend the last five months optimizing it. Oh, so okay. I hope Fair. you guys appreciate that that is not I, an easy job. Thank you. Trust I me, I will when I get to try it. Trust me, I can actually. So, what I appreciate, like, I really appreciate that because um, when we, like, few months back we started getting into hell it loose and right around that time we started getting into hell it loose yeah. they were about to drop their next big update which was going to bring the map I mean, well, it was like a day before we started playing. yeah literally like, i i, like I started before. on the update and basically so basically what happened was that they the map wasn't optimized at all mm-hmm. everybody serious. kept crashing out of the game and I, anytime, no, it anytime was anybody, anybody, what Oh, he said 20 series. I said it wasn't optimized at all because they, I got better performance over time with the 9 series. Yeah, I so, mean, yes. the, and so, Not to, like, yeah. especially with the size that that map was with how many assets you guys loaded into that map, which was basically, like, mm-hmm. the equivalent to what, how many assets were added onto Carantan for that map. No, it's it was more than Carantan. Because Carantan had a lot of closed I, I'm out. Just ta- I'm just talking about in the, in the terms of, like, this is their highest asset count map that they've ever added yeah. into the game. That's true. Well, those um, maps were the highest asset counts. So and sure. to oh, for my first experience, at least, it, I never had any issues. I did, you know, I, I had one uh, UE crash, but other than that, the game ran smoothly. I never was rubber banding. Uh, you know, frames weren't dropping or yeah. anything like that. The game ran fantastically. I love how the the map played, and I actually really enjoyed, even though it was on territory control. <laughs> I really enjoyed the Dust Storm map, the Dust Storm mm-hmm. version of Fallujah. I think that yeah. the, it definitely added a whole new concept to squad that, you know, which you kind of like were dealing with. Holy crap! Where you go from as a when you first start playing, you know, you that first time you die, a lot of people say, "I didn't even see where you killed me from." But then over time, you kind of like start to figure it out. You know, you're you're better at ranging out targets, where the shots mm-hmm. are coming from, everything like that. That map, you kind of have to relearn everything again because you really have no idea. Like, I don't know how many times I died to something where it sounded like it was five feet in front of me, but I didn't even see the guy. And so okay. I, I love that concept of it, and it definitely makes you it, – it adds to the immersion of it, basically. Yeah, it's, well, it's okay. I'll pass I still it on don't... to our tech artist. He's the one that put that stance from together. That's awesome. Nice. Dude, I, I loved it. Uh, I know some of the other maps have uh, – like rain and like the fog like a mm-hmm. fog layer all to it so i was seeing if yeah. how that goes into the map map design but i guess that's a little bit more artistic mm-hmm. i'm like i said um but to this day i still don't even know where i get shot from i could be shot from the back for all i know and i won't even i'll be yeah. shot in front so luckily we have amazing audio so use your ears as well as your eyes yeah, absolutely for I sure, still t- I still, t- I still t- think to this day you guys have the most accurate representation of AK M4, you know everything like that. Call of Duty, mm-hmm. their 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 M4s don't even sound like an M4, you know. And no. for squad, like it's like I I shoot, you know, I right behind me that's a gun safe, and I have a, I I have an AR-15 in that gun safe, and I have a Car 98K in there, well. and they. Oh wait, I, I, you I have a Car 98K. Yeah. yeah, he does. You yeah. played Postscriptum. Uh, does it sound anything like Postscriptum, or is it 
it's Sorry, dug up from the battlefield with the with the Nazi insignia still engraved on it. No, he asked if it sounds the same when it shoots. From yeah, and from postscriptum is anywhere. It's been a while, but anyway, back to that. Uh, I know that okay, in good. your realm, the, I'm, I'm just saying like that just kind of like what kept me, you know, going with squad. You know, mm-hmm. you know when I first started playing last year, uh, so I was introduced to by a friend, and uh, you know the game, Games. the the maps were absolutely a blast. I really didn't have a complaint about any map at all, and still to this day, I like the map that a lot of people complain about. The, uh, complain about the most is uh, uh, the Canadian map, Nani Nani Civic. I honestly love the map. I think the I map, don't think he was part of that. Though. Yeah, I he didn't make that map. it. You guys, didn't I don't make think that? he's a part of that. We didn't like, make I, it. No. no, I thought it was yeah, a. I thought it was a modded no, map. That was, that was a yeah, map. Nani Civic and Manic uh, were made by the CAF mod team. Oh wow! And we and integrated it as a DLC, a free DLC. Yeah, yeah. No I gotta say though, I I no offense to the mod team, but I think it was I think you pinned with me, or was it Pop Tarts? Uh, we actually phased the tank into the map, which is the engine <gasps> itself. Oh my fuck! And uh, basically, we we got it stuck because we drove over a scout car. Um, that was I shot um, myself. You know, you know how the Leopard Two has that little machine gun on the top. I shot myself in the foot with it. <laughs> Try and get that one. <laughs> nice. Just, but... just that map. That map had some interesting stuff for us. We got it yeah. stuck in I a trench. I don't even know if it was a map. It might have just been a tank. I don't know. If you yeah, haven't played, if you haven't played uh, Manic lately, uh, there it have been updates to it. At, uh, yeah. I think the last update. Yeah. Are, you guys, are you guys working Manic, on Manic? Sorry. Are you guys working? Uh, are you? Have, are they We're advising. Staff? So. Advising the, the guy that made that map, uh, I talked to a couple times a week, and he is, you know, he's still oh, he's still a member man. of the Canadian Armed Forces, so mm-hmm. this is like a side job for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also working on Beyond the Wire because oh, they needed nice. a military advisor and stuff. And so uh, he's he's improving it at night when he's not at work and doing other things. But he definitely is learning a lot about level design and using that map kind of as a growing experience. So Actually, don't I, give I, up on I, it. Oh, yeah, that, that map, that map I, I love that I, map. I like, I like that map. That map is good. That, that map is improved it. a lot. Like, yeah. And then I, you I mean, move on to the other one because you get the experience picked up on. Yeah, I got, I got to so, Commander so on that map one time, and it was just awesome to keep that battle line one. Yeah. It still has a steady seam of between... Uh, high altitude mountain fighting to low altitude valley fighting, especially with that river in the middle mm-hmm. separating everything. So it it made it yeah. pretty fun to play. Uh, I just I just don't like Nasafic. I don't like that map. So, so as we kind of like approaching on our one hour mark and we're running out of time here. Yeah. Uh, one of my one of our uh, community members, uh, his name on on Twitch is Samuel Grimock, but in our community he's known as Gondu, and that's an unfortunate thing because he tricked us. Uh, the first time, so he's from India, and Gandu in India, I think, is basically slang for asshole. Uh, yeah. But anyway, he's been dying me. He's been begging me to ask ask this question in chat. Uh, ba- uh, he would like to say hi in advance. Uh, never mind. That is not the question. This one. Uh, no, where the hell is it? That previous question again. He's he's asking about uh the Battle of Maroi. So uh, is any plans for that? Because I, you guys do. I know you guys are planning to bring an Asian faction, correct, into the game later on down the line. Asian coalition is what they're calling it right now, at least on the 
Yeah, yes. roadmap on the roadmap. Roadmap. Pan, yes. Pan Asia. I just had to turn to my roadmap to make sure. Uh, yes, yeah. that is public information. Oh, the change so, yeah, yeah. yeah so, the, the Pan Asia placeholder. That's the only information. Yeah. That's the only where I got from. So, yeah. in terms of you know Asian maps, um, is that even something that's in the works? And if there's any type of influence you guys are pulling from, like any particular battles or conflicts or anything like that that you guys are pulling uh, in, uh, any type of inspiration from? Yeah, the only the only thing I can share now is that it's going to be modern day Asia. So okay. we're not doing like Vietnam, you know, we're not doing like oh, no, stuff like that. It's going to be modern day. Okay. Yeah, no problem. I mean, yeah. technically, we can do modern day Vietnam still in the jungle. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, I do have a question though for the Australian faction. I don't know. I mean, I know okay. that one's oh, are a they, bit oh, down. Wait a minute. It's. I, I, I there, I, have you guys ever taken? I know it could be. I don't know where it's going to be, but have you ever, ever thought about using maybe the Outback itself as a type of field to play on for, for, to give it a Yeah, that was, world? that was made by a, an outside team as well, a mod team. Oh, okay. um, the challenge that we run into, and obviously with Panasia, we're handling it in internally as a company, but when you move to a different part of the world, you have different trees and architecture and everything. So you basically start from scratch. Okay. So if we made something that was out outback or Africa, that it just requires a lot more uh, work from the art teams. Um, okay. It's not impossible. Uh, we we all would love to have, you know, more variety in terms of you know people want U.S. Uh, maps where we have like boring suburbia and you know the St. Louis <laughs> Archway or whatever you know like. But every time we move to a different part of the world, it it requires months of art artwork. New okay. York City. Oh, absolutely. You know, because yeah. um, you know you got to figure out a way. Because like, especially if like, say, if you guys decide to bring like a map state to the states, you're probably gonna have to work mm -hmm. in some new building assets because. Uh, oh, yeah. I do recognize a lot of similar assets on Fallujah from previous maps, which I'm totally okay. You know, there's nothing mm -hmm. absolutely wrong with that. But I imagine that it, you can't use maps that you are buildings that you guys use in Fallujah or even, uh, you know, um, right. Uh, God. Anyway, you like you can use it wherever. Yeah. yeah, you couldn't use it in in St. Louis, Missouri, or you know, or. Right you know, Los Angeles or something like that. You, that's a whole new asset development phase that you guys would probably have to it go is. through, right? And, and like I said, even the foliage changes around the world, you know, Absolutely. like, the, and this is something we just are going through right now. The palm trees for our Asian maps mm -hmm. are different than the palm trees for our Middle Eastern wow. maps because the ones in Middle East are date palms. They create dates that you eat. And the ones in Asia are more tropical. So we couldn't just say, "Hey, we're just going to use the same palm tree um, in Asia." So it's right, so, so Hawaii. Here we go. Confirmed Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I think the California palm tree is a little bit more dainty because it's a little bit longer. Oh, well, not that guy. Um, yeah. So is really okay, brought I'll, up I'll, a point in the okay. chat, and I didn't even know. I wasn't even aware this was even a thing. Was there a personal thought in Fallujah allowing type of roof parkour or uh, where you oh, yeah. can run a minute straight okay. from roof to roof? Yeah, so yes. I'm not breaking wow. the game when I parkour around shit because yeah, no, parkour. in fact, Fallujah was probably the most designed map for parkouring. Um, nice. And it kind of goes back to the question you guys asked earlier about gameplay versus realism. Mm -hmm. This is one where we all had to say, you know, it's probably not realistic, but it's a heck of a lot of fun. 
Absolutely. Yes, oh, I do that. Absolutely. So, any kill is getting on top of a roof that you know is like, ooh, this isn't really. Yeah, and if you can go the whole block on the top of the roof and there's seven buildings and damages and all that kind of stuff, but. Oh, that, the, that uh, changes the battle. The trick that we had as level designers, obviously we had to work with the art team because we had to make sure, like, you know, the roofs would line up and we would have props to put between them and stuff. But the, the trick that we had as level design is is what we call the carrot and the stick. Um, so we wanted the roofs to be accessible. Mm -hmm. For one, it's just a really cool, fun thing. But we also didn't want them to be, like, overpowered, um, where you walk out in the street and you're just instantly shot and you don't ever see where that person shot you from. Um, so we had to kind of, like, find a balance of, if you if you guys notice, and I apologize for the guy who hasn't played Fallujah yet. Um, it's fine. It's fine. A good, I would say half or more of the buildings have open railing on the top. Oh. So they're not protective at all. Uh, the other ones that have rooftop props, uh, you'll notice most of the time they're set back from the edge. Oh. So you, you have to make a decision as a player. You have to say, okay, do I want to take cover behind this billboard or, or air conditioning unit, but I can't really see the street very well, or do I want to move up? where it's just a, a, a metal railing and take a chance. So that's the carrot and the stick approach where we wanted to not penalize people for going to the roof, but we wanted to give them um, better options. Like sometimes I uh, hear um, in maps, if you go to the roof, you're just asking to get killed. Um, yeah. So those are choices that we allow the player to make is kind of our job as level designers. I mean, honestly, like I, I, I hate when people look at it like that because um, there's on Mudaha, there's a specific spot, and it only works if we spawn on the Russian side, where there's a building near police station that's like on the edge of the river looking towards, uh, uh, oh, looking towards that, that, the, looking towards like crash site and everything. We set up on that building and we actually super fob that one building. We have sandbags yeah. set up on every edge. We have a tow missile set up on the roof that actually looks across, that actually has a clean shot down the bridge onto the intersection as well. And uh, we set up a 50 cal also on the stairs because there's actually, there, on the entryway to the stairs, it actually looks out across the river. So it's a perfect opening to set up any type of yeah. 50 cal emplacement. And we also even set up mortars on that roof. In one match, I think our squad had combined probably 80, 80 some odd kills from combined abusing Tomis. So let me ask you this. Yeah. You tell us. I bet you that building, because I know which one you're talking about, is not in a capture radius. Correct. <laughs> so you have to yeah. make the choice. Do you want to be in the capture radius or do you want to be on that roof? So those are, oh, again, those are things that we, in fact, uh, all of these maps where we have the direction of the stairwell and the murder holes, those are all like things that we think about and gameplay and game test mm -hmm. um and it's always like yeah let's put this amazing murder hole overlooking the bridge but there's always going to be a catch to it that you know catch. you're either going to be outside the capture zone or you're going to have an exposed flank right. uh, so well, we don't we don't okay. succeed in all regards obviously we're not you know 100 percent um not but yet. those are all the processes that we use for level design oh, yeah absolutely i mean in a, i mean a perfect world where that where that spot works is if we have the police station cap. Uh, in an mm -hmm. imperfect world, we either have to fight for intersection or warehouse on that map. But, I, think, I think most of the time that is that that hab is set up to our perfect attack, especially on I think it's armory is the point, the warehouse so, one. It's, it's such a perfect attack hab, but that is just yeah. how it how it works. I am actually happy that warehouse is what it's called. Yeah, yeah. and then inter intersection, 
Intersection is a l only one is depending on where your radio placement is. You can actually cheese it where if you put your radio in the right spot, but it'll mm -hmm. be a little bit exposed. You can set up a hab to protect the point, mm -hmm. and also having that cheesy murder hole type thing. We we always try to account for uh, personal preference. So a lot of squad leaders want the hab to be right on the POI, and okay. some are like that's the worst place to put a hab. So we always want to make sure there's options that are outside and and mm -hmm. maybe they won't be as discoverable. Yeah. Um, so yeah, again, we just try to give you guys all the um, options, and I can say my entire team plays squad. So you know we know the game. We we watch Twitch a lot. We we try to get as much feedback as we can, and we are very open to receiving comments. The only caveat I always make is if there's something that you like or dislike, I I can always show you another person that is the opposite. You know, kind of like what we were talking about earlier in terms of like infantry versus armor and urban and all that so we try to accommodate everybody's i, I um, do have a comment on it though oh that 60 yeah. second i love question. it yeah go ahead can I ask a question i i probably find this in public information honestly but uh the australian faction is that going to be coming in like the canadian faction came in like the dlc system and how it's not fully integrated into the game itself like we yeah we um we're not sure yet Okay. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's something my team is in charge of. Um, but we do yeah. recognize that the Canadian uh, integration was not as good as we had hoped it was going to be. For me, the and, biggest problem was yeah. the training map. The fat lack of training maps. Yeah. I like training maps to learn my bullet. Drive. We also had some issues with the the people that use our SDK, our modding SDK, um, because it's not as integrated. And so, if they use, if they're making a squad map, but they use a Canadian uh, building uh it, it'll sometimes show up as is not there it'll just be missing um so yeah we're, we're looking that over so i appreciate you bringing that up but all right, cool. all right so we are at our uh, we're past our one hour mark i appreciate your yeah uh, yeah if you guys have any last questions i'd love to wrap up and and answer that as we go so uh, what's your favorite faction yeah what's your favorite faction I like MEA. Uh, I think the, the gray <laughs> and the uniforms are just really cool. The Could MG just be the new. So. The MG3. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just just the noise of that thing. <laughs> yeah. Almost does it better than Postscript. I'm not going to lie. That's so, just like noise. But um, kind of tied for me. Pooter, any final questions or thoughts you want to get out? <clears throat> so, what map outside of Fallujah or beyond even the map what about squad what is like the asset what is the thing that you put your hands on that you're most proud of oh i should i had still wrong one to ask earlier forgot about that one yeah you said beside fallujah you guys are gonna cringe a little bit but before fallujah it was sumari i made sumari and i know it's not a a lot of favorite map because people don't like close quarters a lot, but uh, the amount, that was the first map that we had, like, if you, if you guys have played it recently, every building has an Sumari interior. Is great. I love Sumari. What's that? Sumari is great. No, I like Sumari. I legitimately love kind of Sumari. It's squished, it's perfect. It's Sumari, it's, Sumari's it's perfect because it's not We added lots of detail, too. There's pots and tires and rugs and, and stuff, and so I felt like it was the first one that really felt lived in. That um, was going to be something I was going to say. I'm still trying to figure out what the map is. <laughs> Fallujah feels lived in. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, you said I was running past I was running past a building and I heard people arguing like in Arabic. I heard arguing and like it was that blew me away. Like it actually stopped me it for a moment so I could listen to it. Like that ambiance, that was amazing. Um that made it feel lived in. That was our sound guy, but I'll pass that on. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I know that. I know that's not you. It's a like it's a team effort. Like all this. But that's a that is a tiny detail that some people will never even hear. There are players that will never notice that. No. But it was noticed by me. I. That's one thing. One complaint I've always had is yeah. the maps. Just like I'll walk into a building and there's nothing in there. Like. Yeah. Did they pack up everything when the war came and just left? Like, it, you know, none of that made se- makes much sense yeah. to me. Is it a resource? It comes down down to, we just don't have enough to put in them. Uh, and sometimes it comes down to we don't have enough time. And then sometimes it comes down to performance. Um, but it's it's funny you, you mentioned that because uh, as level designers, sometimes we have to, like, realize that 90% of the players are not going to see half of the stuff that we put in that the effort and the heart that we put in mm. they just don't notice it and and that's fine we just kind of realize that but i'm really glad when you know like the the guy who does our sound his name anders you know that that you stopped and like oh my god there's arabic you know argument going on that that is what we're going for and for the people that realize it um you know getting that feedback that it helped them with immersion and stuff is what we're going for so I think I think there's a map that has wolves. I think that's Belaya. I've been uh, freaking out because I, I didn't mean, know that was a thing. Like, it, you know, with the overall designs of the maps, they you guys just do like I said it before, and I'll say it a hundred times again. You guys do a great job of game balance. You guys do a great job of really focusing on what you want out of the map, whether it's a map that's focused on balance of infantry and armor, or a map that's focused right. on infantry like Samari, or you know, uh, just a. Uh, you know, maybe a map that's focused on armor one of these days, you know, you know, it's, uh, it's, I a... don't really think you can make a map focused on armor with the current squad mechanics because the capture mechanics, you always have to have infantry and that's always going to be a thing. Well, no, they, did, I, always, did I read, it, did I read in the squad roadmap that you guys are going to be working on bringing a armor tournament where it's going to be uh, armor track versus attack. armor? Track attack. Yeah. It's, yeah. And but I assume yeah. they, there might be some type of map design that will follow with that, or are you guys just going to reuse maps uh, for that uh, game mode? For, for Track Attack, we're not making any new maps for that. Um, that was a request, and again, this is game design, not level design, but that was a request from some of our tournament um, managers. Mm-hmm. They, In fact, one thing you guys may or may not know is we have a, a tournament settings as well. So like, if you're in a tournament, you can't play without shadows. You know, you have to have foliage on high. You know, there's some settings that you, you have to have. Those are all things that the community has asked for and we've integrated into, um, because it doesn't take a lot of time, but to create a whole map, that would that's a lot of time. Uh, so. I do have a question as you as a squad player. Um, with the recent, like, 60-second update uh, for the radios, which is great. I like it. It's mm. good balancing. Um, do you ever have like a difficult time finding out when you're at last state when they're when it's not bleed out time because or is it because uh, i always I have they, i think they changed that they changed out the most uh, 1.0 yeah in the top left corner of the visual. full release there's a little indicator that tells you when it's bleeding out yeah. oh okay and for enemies well. uh for enemies it's like clock, i think effect, right oh that's that's sure. perfect for that's all I, that's all i wanted to see because i was i was like 
when yeah. that was released, I was like, uh, I don't know. And how that if is. any of your viewers or you guys are interested, um, we have what we call a CPT, a community play test team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what we do is we, we use them a lot the for, for new gameplay uh, methods and new changes. Uh, we use them for mapping development. Um, so if any of you guys are interested, uh, you know, just go to our, our site. Um, <laughs> Take my money. Take my money. <laughs> when we uh, released the Road to Fallujah Part 2, there was a link in there, so you can specifically go to that uh, news release and then click on it. Um, you have to apply and you have to sign it a non-disclosure agreement, but it's a great way to kind of like help give objective feedback um, to us as we integrate things. And that bleed out was one thing that we were able to change between the public beta 1.0 and the full release of 1.0. Oh, okay. And again, that's not in my department, but I, I just yeah. know that that was something they were able to fix pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I, I was fair enough. I just wanted to make sure because yeah. you play squad too, so I was like, yeah. I wonder if you ever had that it, problem too. I haven't been able to play it a lot in the last few uh, weeks because we've been getting ready for 1.0, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't Fallujah and all that different stuff going gotta on. Get, you got to get ready for all the new blueberries. Yeah. But, Take that uh, break. If everybody's gone, uh, their final thoughts on, uh, on the game out. Uh, I have one quick statement can i please have a night layer for fallujah oh dude even if no one else gets to play it can you give me that file so i can look at it i just want to to play the skirmish layer it's a night layer yeah is it really okay i would have never played skirmish anyways thank you i'm done so as a little extra caveat we haven't tested that it'll work yet but we're actually thinking about having uh, lights, you know, like street lights and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't have that now. It's just a night layer. Um, that's that's going to be the, the best map to play on, especially from what I've seen on Fallujah. So it doesn't far. always work well for gameplay, though. And so that's where we have to make sure that that is a good, fun layer. I'll take immersion over I'll, gameplay in that regard. I'll, yeah, I'll take just going to walk around and just, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'll can, literally like, play an unarmed kit and just take a stroll around Fallujah. <laughs> just be like this the entire time? <laughs> um, but anyways. Right. Uh, now that Saber is streamed with you, he, can you get him in the partner program? Stop. Stop. I'll earn my way. I'll earn my way. They certainly right. know he's a streamer and, and he's on the radar, so... Oh yeah, I, or else I, they I, wouldn't I, have let me come and do the podcast. With like, you see, Saber, you're getting out there. So, like, um, my final, final thoughts anyway, and this just goes out, out to the whole OWI team. I think you guys are the epitome of what it is like to be having a passion project and seeing it grow, helping it grow, and to eventually have it be a full release game where you guys have a strong community behind it. You have a cult following with this game. You have people who have put more hours in this game than they ever put into hours of call of duty and i want to just say you guys are doing a fantastic job and i love your guys' community outreach and i hope you guys just get this game to the the heights that it deserves and i will absolutely 100 percent congratulate you guys on this version 1.0 release oh yeah um if there's anything i can do to help you know, I will always be there for this game. I love this game to death. It's what you what game. you can absolutely do to help? I mean, obviously, Saber keeps right. streaming. Um, but all of you that have played the game for, you know, months, uh, help out the new guys. Because that is the biggest thing we're seeing is when somebody buys the game and the first 
two hours is rough and nobody's talking and nobody knows what they're doing. Uh, it's at first impression and they, and they may not give it enough time. Um, but if you can, you know, ask, you know, who's new, what do you, any questions? Um, that's super helpful. And our, we know our community is amazing and it's so uh, helpful and non-toxic, but for the new players, uh, yeah, that's, that's, Probably the biggest comment we hear from new players is like, oh my God, I joined a squad and somebody said hello <laughs> when I joined the squad. You know, it's like right. they just don't get that in other games. So keep keep yeah, keep doing what you guys are doing and we'll keep doing what we're doing. Absolutely, Tim. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I know this might not be your area, but just putting in like a little quick thing like first tutorials, like saying this game is very communication based and you should know what your key bindings for talking are that it's, might help a little bit i don't know yeah i'll let our game designer know that because we build the map for the tutorial but they build the little script that you follow so that's that's but, what um, i figured about yeah. so uh just uh, real quick also the chat wants to know again what was that link for the uh, play testing again <laughs> so if you go to uh, joinsquad.com which is our website um, and then you go to updates and I'll follow uh, along to make sure I can follow it myself, but updates. Yeah. If you click on updates, you'll see all of the updates. Every, everyone's all of a sudden on the same server. <laughs> or, hey, I mean, I, I think I played this year, so I was amazed by how, how much this game is. So. Yeah. Oh, and also, I like, the, the, I know you're not, you know, oh. this isn't your realm either, but whoever put together that trailer is the per, that was the perfect way to show what squad is. And, uh, Stop. Stop I, like, literally everything, I, I've never been more, like, felt more involved with a game before than squad. And I, I just really want to see this game grow. It's like my number one thing I want out of this game. I just, just want to see it grow. Yeah, we, uh, we have a, a marketing and community team that put the trailer together. Um, so I'll pass that on to them. They put a lot of work and a lot of thought about what kind of trailer do we want. And uh, they'll be happy to hear that. So oh, yeah, that was a yeah, perfect trailer. Perfect. perfect trailer. Yeah, but, dude, it was awesome. Anyway, uh, I just want to say again, thank you so much, Tim, for joining us tonight, dude. It was awesome. great talking with you. Uh, hope After all the working I've done on your yeah. stream, I figured it's the least I could do. So. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Uh, but, yeah, um, thank you so much, man. It was an honor talking to you. And, uh, again, congratulations to you and OWI for a successful launch. Um, Thanks, uh, Shout out to uh, the stream, uh, to the chat, everybody. Thank you for your questions. And uh, everybody here who joined us on the podcast, guys, thank you so much. Um, hopefully we get to have this conversation again one day when uh, – you know, the next big update comes or something like that. And Tim, I hope we get to play with you too as well. Thank yeah, you so much. much. Yeah. If not, I think you got to get some sleep if you've been working on this for so long. Yeah. Enjoy Appreciate your well-deserved break. And yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, guys. No have a great thank night. You. Yeah, have a thank night. you so much. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this installment of the Graveyard Crew podcast. If you would like to catch the live recording of the podcast, please tune in to twitch.tv forward slash Smoker every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Again, thank you for tuning in. You guys have a great night.